welcome FPL fan, fantasy football fan, to the uh, latest and greatest episode of FPL Face-Off, featuring two comedians pitting their skills against each other at fantasy football games. Uh, I am joined, as always, by uh, high-flying Tom Glover. Tom, how are you this evening? Very good, thank you, mate. Good to be back after a, a few weeks away. Um, we, were, we weren't away, we were recording the podcast, but Apple is trying to censor us. They're trying to keep us away. <laughs> they, we're, we're, we're flying too high uh, in the in the FPL ranks, and or you are at least. And yeah, they're they're scared. Maybe it's maybe it's a um, uh, a, a ruse by the comedians playing FPL podcast. The oil money, as we've yeah, alluded or, to before. Or maybe we're getting so few downloads. Apple thought this this podcast <laughs> probably doesn't exist anymore, does it? Let's just wipe this one off. That'll save a bit. Of- bit of memory on the internet absolutely (laughs) that's well a very technical um guess let's say uh yes either either way it's it's all been a little bit disjointed over the last few feels like a long time since we've sat down together uh virtually and and done a record um but thank you listeners for for bearing with us um it's been it's been a dramatic game week which of course we will come on to and uh, as i say hopefully all being well uh, things will be back to normal with us and this should be in your ears nice and soon in advance of what is shaping up to be quite a uh, a big double game week 28 yes yeah, so as as we speak at the moment it's monday evening so we're mm. we're mid game week 27 uh, we've still got the the last game of the game week Burnley uh, Leicester to play, which will play a big part in in whether the free hit was a good decision or not, because um, a lot of free hitters are on triple Burnley. Many of them, it seems, captained Voot Veghorst, um, myself included. Good, pronounci- good pronunciation there. Are Absolutely. you on a free hit though, or did, oh, you are no. free hitting? Are you? No, no, no free hit, no free hit for me, mate. Um, uh, so to. I suppose it's it's only really been a voice note that has told everyone. But last last time we recorded as a as a duo, I was down in the dumps. Um, Johnny Johnny No Team and uh, I yeah. So I played my free hit, thinking that you know basically if if I'm going to lose uh, my team, I want to a go out firing uh, all guns blazing, but b more importantly not kind of suffer with um, hit point deductions. So, uh, but yeah, I've got my team back, and uh, things things are looking up, if I may say so. Yes, and I think you had you had a stroke of luck, really, in a way, cause with with that um, well, that alleged hacking, because you you free hit and your team did score well. You outscored the average by about twenty thirty points, I think, and you you had a good green arrow that week, and it meant that you didn't couldn't really free hit this week. And as a free hitter myself, this isn't turning out to have been a, a good use of the free hit. Um, for instance, I've got I got Son and Kane, and I captained Kane, which obviously went well. Son got nine points, Kane got twenty two on the captaincy. But the Man United assets blanked. I had Sancho who got me one point because he was on the bench, and yeah. the City assets blanked because I I everyone was going for Sterling and Mares, and Sterling ended up with three points. Mares came on for Sterling and ended on one point. And the people who didn't free here, if they did have a City asset, it was likely to have been Phil Foden who got the goal. Um, so it was, it's been a good week for the non-free hitters, I think. But um, I, I am on a green arrow. I've gone up at the moment from 4K to 
3.3k so 700 places so that's a good green hour at the moment I've got Tarkowski Pope and Veghorst to play but Veghorst isn't captained of course so he's got an effective ownership in the top 10k of 160 percent so crazy isn't it for a Burnley striker <laughs> it's mad it's like we didn't learn anything from Dennis and King because it's yeah. it's happening again history is repeating itself by the time you hear this that game would have been played maybe he got a ball, but maybe got two I mean if he gets a hat trick then I think it's justified but I, I can't see it to be honest no I mean I would be delighted obviously um if it if it was to happen but um quick quick recap as well actually we've uh I don't think we've we haven't done a pod since since the double game week uh of 26 and both you and I had the great pleasure of going to the FPL meetup and I think we kind of touched upon it uh, during the uh, previous pod. But yeah, we, we went to Bristol and met a, a load of kind of FPL aficionados. And it was bloody brilliant, wasn't it? What a, I had a really, really good day. Yeah, it was a great time. It was a great game week to do it as well, obviously, because it was the triple captain game week. We all got to enjoy Salah scoring a goal. And we all got to enjoy Spurs beating City. Absolutely. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, not a great. I've I've wanted Kane in my team for a few weeks now, but and not been able to do it. But, um, but yeah, shout out to everyone who we met there. Um, we met some some brilliant kind of content creators, which was which was fantastic. And as I say, uh, it was <laughs> it was quite funny being in there when every we were watching the BT because we watched the first game, the West Ham Newcastle game, and then uh, it was BT's kind of Soccer Saturday coverage. And everyone's just on their phone, like checking, uh, checking the scores. And producer Glenn, bless him, we we met in person. Producer Glenn and uh, an old mate of mine called James, and they turned up to this room, not knowing anyone, not having even met us. And uh, we weren't even there. We were over the road having a burger. And um, yeah, it must have been very awkward for them walking into um, to literally the unknown. But yeah, it was it, all in all, it was a, a cracking day and really good to, um, yeah, really good to meet other members of the FPL community. Yeah. And to be fair, none of us knew each other when we walked in. I think yeah. everyone was a bit a bit nervous and didn't really know how to interact but like once we got to know each other we soon had our phones out comparing our teams checking our bonus points and um yeah it was a a good day and I was by the time producer gang got there I was already quite drunk and by the time Spurs beat City I was I was very drunk at that stage of proceedings and yeah it was a great day and there's another meetup if you are about in the Bristol area on March the 12th I believe I'm I'm not sure. I'm unavailable, so the date has, yes, has I'm passed me by a bit. I'm afraid. But check out Tom at Who Got the Assist because he is organising another uh, Bristol meetup. It's March the nineteenth, I believe, actually, because it is nice. the blank game week thirty week, unfortunately. But we will see. Obviously, at the moment, as we record this, the FA Cup ties have yet to be played. It's very hard to plan any transfers for this game week until yeah. we really know what's going to happen in game week thirty. Um, but we will know that by the end of the week. Uh, but we can t- we can talk about loosely who the teams are to target for next game week um how, how are you getting on in in game week 27 though Fitz? uh it's been all right it's been all right yeah i'm just having a little look at my hit. um yeah my kind of previous previous rank so i didn't free hit um so i i used the free hit again a few weeks ago when i had the team 
um, were a 23, I think it was, was it? I can't, yeah, free, free hit played in 23. Um, but for this week, I am on a green arrow as it stands, currently on 48 points. Um, and it was a bit lucky, to be honest, you know, uh, I, I went, I had Luca Dean, Cancelo and Laporte as my defence and obviously they all, all did okay. Um, then midfield was a bit meh, Bowen, Coutinho and Fernandez, but I did take uh, a little bit of a punt on a differential and went for Kulazewski, Kulazewski, um, who... The pronunciation... Thank you very much. Um, who who chipped in with a goal? So so yeah, currently on a green and ranked at seventy eight thousand six hundred and two, placing me back where I believe I belong in the top one percent with Captain uh, Voot. Is it Voot or Vout? I think it's I think it's Vout. I think it might be Vout. Okay, Vout Verkost. So um, still to come before he gets his inevitable hat-trick against... Uh, by the time you're listening to this, listeners, chances are that Vout Verkhorst will have immortalised himself in the FPL Hall of Fame, um, or he will be swiftly <laughs> vacating my team. Either way, uh, he he has done all right. He's got a couple of goals, so... Uh, I mean, how- he's a good... He, look, he looks good. He's a good striker, and he's playing well, Reed. but at the end of the day, he's a Bernie striker, and, and they're in a relegation it. battle, and even when they are playing well, they very rarely score more than one goal a game. Mm. I think what happened was they got three against Burnley and there was a against double coming up. So against, sorry, they, against Brighton, they scored three. That's right, yeah. And yeah. so we, everyone mm. just thought he's the obvious choice. And I think he probably is the obvious choice for this game week. Um, but I, I, I captained Kane just because Kane looked from great form and they're playing Leeds team that yeah. looked dreadful. At the moment, that looks like the right decision, but we all... We'll see soon, as you listeners, you already know if that was the right decision or not. Yeah, um, I think I, glad... I, I was sorry, mate. I was just going to say, for what it's worth, I, I don't think you know it's it's never a bad decision if if your captain doesn't blank, uh, then you know you've 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 done well. And as it stands, myself and many many others have have got a blank captain, but but that will change. Yeah, I mean, he's going well. You'd think he'd at least get. The four points doubled. I mean, that's the bonus <laughs> from the double player. <laughs> well, you laugh, but I captained Dennis in the double game week and ended up on yeah. minus points. So it's not it's not a given. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's I'm true. on fifty five points on a free hit. So I think that shows that the free hit has been unsuccessful, and that was with me captaining Kane. Where where mm. I went, my downfall basically was that all three hitters had that choice of a third defender so everyone had Cancelo and then a Burnley defender and then there was a choice where most people seem to go for Livermento, some for Carl Walker-Peters or some for Bednarek everyone went for that Southampton game I benched Broya thinking he wasn't going to return he didn't and I went for a differential defender choice of Lewis Dunk because they had Aston Villa at home I had Lewis Dunk early in the season he was getting a lot of bonus points He's Your always boy. capable of scoring a goal. Yeah, I do love Lewis Dunk. I thought, let's own him for one week on a free hit. And he got me one point. And what hurt more is that I'd had Session Young in there for a few few days as well. because You even tweeted that. Me. Yes, I did tweet about it as well. And I, I thought, in the end, I thought Reggion was going to come back in because he'd, he'd had a few games out. He'd recovered from COVID. 
it was a good game for him to be on there attacking that Leeds defence, but he seems to be out of favour. And if I'd have gone with Session Young, he got eight points, so I would have been on 62 at the moment. But hey, I'm happy. I'm happy with where I am. I've got a, a rise to three three points, three K at the moment, and hopefully Pope Tarkowski and Veghorst uncaptained will keep me at least on a green. Yeah, I mean when when you're when you're at like 4k to be getting a green is is very very good isn't it so yeah you've got to be got to be happy with that yeah but I, i've used triple captain last week and free hit this week so i i would have hoped to have made a bit more progress with those chips because that's two chips gone now and mm. being in the top 10k you you can see the <laughs> chips used you can see the chips used on fpl and i've used all of my chips now apart from my second free hit so i am I'm a bit behind some of the top 10K now who have still got a lot of chips left. So the top oh, yeah, 10K, you, I've used... You had a bench boost earlier in the season, didn't you? Which was quite successful, wasn't it, if memory serves? Yeah, I got 20 points on bench boost, but I mean, those 20 points aren't going to help me going forward. They, they're they on there already. Yeah. And um, yeah, 6% of the top 10K have used four chips or more. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of people ahead of me in terms of chips used. So we'll see if I can hold out I'd like to think I can stay in there for the rest of the season, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. So let's, while we're on the um, on the subject of chips, then let's have a little chat about your kind of chip strategy. So obviously fixtures are coming thick and fast. We've got doubles for some teams in 28. We've got doubles for some teams in 29. Um, what are your thoughts? Because there's quite a big blank in 30, isn't there? So when when are you going to play that free hit? Well, I'm not going to play it in 30 because... We will know this week what fixtures are going to be played in 30. So mm. we've got we got three game weeks then to get players in for that game week 30. It's not going to be they're not <clears> going <throat> to be a lot of players. There's not going to be a lot of um, assets that we're going to want to hold long term. But I mean, it's hard to tell without without knowing. But any Arsenal assets you've got can play. Any Aston Villa assets you've got can play. Um, I've got Martinez. Um, and Dean at Aston Villa. I've got Lacazette, Saka and Ramsdale at Arsenal. Uh, Wolves assets will be playing. I think that's correct. Yeah, I think you're uh, right. Leicester-Brentford. I haven't got any Leicester-Brentford players, but you've got time to bring them in. We're going to want Leicester players towards the end of the season anyway, because once they're out of Europe, they're going to have a lot of doubles to play. So bringing in the <laughs> likes of Madison or Vardy could be you're good. Conf- you're confident about their European chances then? No, but they will. They they have got. I, I think it's four fixtures rearranged, and so they will have to squeeze them in. Yeah. By the end of the season, I mean, I don't know when that that Conference League final's played, but from what I've read, from about game week thirty three, they're going to be having doubles pretty much to the end of the season. Um. But yeah, I don't want to use it in game week thirty because in game week thirty three, it's going to be a mix of blanks and double game weeks. So that's going to be a good opportunity. That's why I want to use my free hit too, I think, unless my team just falls perfectly on that week anyway, in which case I may save it for the double game week in 36. Um, that's that's due to be the, uh, according to the legend that is Ben Krellin, that's looking like looking like the big one. Leicester have got three fixtures to rearrange by the looks of it. Sorry. No, no, no. That's, um, I mean, that's a, a very good guess. So um, to as we start to kind of look ahead towards double game week 28, um, the teams that perhaps you might want to look at uh, wolves have got palace and Watford 
Southampton, this is done on like a fixture ticker thing that I found online. Yeah. Um, Southampton, Villa and Newcastle. Newcastle themselves have got Brighton and Southampton. Leeds have got Leicester and Villa. Um, if you are still holding on to Dennis, I would be tempted to to get rid uh, for he is about to play Arsenal and Wolves, both of whom are, are pretty good defensively. Um, Villa have got Southampton and Leeds and then Chelsea um, may have Burnley and Norwich. I think I'm right in thinking that Chelsea have to beat Luton uh, in order for that to or Norwich have to beat Liverpool in the FA Cup. Yeah, one of those things has to happen. So it is very likely that Chelsea will have that double of Burnley and Norwich. Um, A lot of people, especially those who are wildcarding this week, are going to be bringing in at least one Chelsea asset. Mm. I think it's a fool and unfortunately because we've not really been keeping tabs on Chelsea lately. Rhys James has just come back from injury. Is he going to play in that double? I'm not sure he plays both games. Mason Mount has just come back from injury. Is he going to play? Ziyech, I think, has just got injured, having been playing well. Lukaku looks awful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he so, really does. He really does. I, I think the safe play is Rudiger to bring Rudiger in, and it was yeah, play. yeah, agreed. The Reece James. It was disappointing. I was probably the only person in the world who I, uh, don't get me wrong. I wasn't unhappy to see Kepa miss that penalty, um, but it's one of those games that you know you you kind of wish as a neutral that I'm not. Uh, you wish that both teams could lose, but uh, certainly from an FPL point yes. of view, it was <laughs> disappointing to see it go to 120 minutes when, you know, you've got Salah playing 120 minutes, Trent playing 120 minutes, Rudiger, etc. So, um, yeah, I think rotation is is almost certain, but Rudiger does seem to be nailed. Yes, but of course, Liverpool will rotate in the FA Cup this week, which means they could lose at Newcastle, lose to Norwich. If they lose to Norwich, then Liverpool won't blank in game week 30. So I I think they'll still be playing a strong side against West Ham at the weekend because obviously they've got to win the league. They've got their sights of winning the league. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it affects rotation in that sense. But Chelsea rotate all the time and mm. we're, not, we're still not certain what their best 11 is. I'm not even certain if they're playing three at the back or four at the back. But yeah, I, I, I'm probably going to avoid them, I think. I, my plan at the moment would be to bring in a Wolves defender because their their double is the nicest. I just, think. Just, of, of... just um, sorry to interrupt. Just to say, absolutely seamless segue. By the way, I'm not sure what the segue was, but just as I was about to say, and we should move on now to our plans for the coming game week. It's like we're it's like we're linked, mate. Telepathy. I love it. Yeah, it's, and you've absolutely ruined the segue now by by pointing out the segue. <laughs> this is bad podcasting. I'm a, um, Glenn will be too tired to edit that out as well, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's, oh, leave it's it fine. In. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've got yeah, just very dull transfer plans. Probably Roman Saiz or maybe Ryan Ate Nori are bringing in this game week, just because and, they've got Crystal Palace and Watford at home. Yeah, who will you be taking and out they, for that? Uh, Kukurea, I think. I've got double Brighton defence, Lampsy and Kukurea. I'll probably take Kukurea out just because I want to downgrade. Like, I want to take some value out of that defence, to be honest. Um, but Chelsea have got good fixtures coming up all through. But I just, I'm not, I'm not sure who's going to, who's going to play. Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to be using the chip in game week 30. So I, I feel like I can't, bring a Chelsea player in if they're then going to blank in game week 30. Wolves seems like a more boring, but but the right option. Not the option I want, but the option I should take. 
Yeah, it's a very good point. Um, as it as it stands, Wolves, Leeds, um, Arsenal, Villa, and Brentford, Leicester are the only fixtures, aren't they? Which is, yeah, pretty pretty bleak, I would say. Um, okay, well that's that's interesting. So you've just a one free transfer you're thinking of using? Yeah, I don't want to take any hits because I think there's going to be a lot of hits flying around again. Um, yeah. And I, a lot of people are getting rid of Bowen and, and Cancelo. I'm going to bench Bowen this week because he's got Liverpool away. Mm. But I, I, I'm I, not against holding Bowen coming up. He's the best player in the game other than Salah. So even though he's not got doubles, he's still capable of returning. He's got Villa at home the following week who haven't looked particularly strong um, defensively. Yeah. They've got Tottenham away after that and Tottenham can see goals. Everton at home, Brentford away, Burnley at home. So he's got good fixtures coming up. I don't really want to get rid of him unless I have to. And then you look at Cancelo as well. Cancelo is another one people are taking out for Chelsea defenders. Cancelo is going to be playing every game because City want to win the league. Yeah. And he's playing Man United at home this week and he always ups it against big teams. He He is going to get a double-digit haul in the next two or three weeks and there's going to be a lot of people missing out because they've taken him out for a, a Chelsea defender who's going to end up not playing any minutes. I would agree. Yeah. And as someone who will be holding Cancelo, I hope that that happens. Um, so interestingly, I'm currently as it stands and uh, we are recording this on Monday uh, with deadline for the next one being, uh, is it Friday this week? No, Saturday, isn't it? Um, I'm, staring down the barrel of potentially uh, a hit or two. Um, so I played very safely, uh, I would say, when uh, in double in the run-up to Game Week 26, there were some people, including FPL Raptor, uh, who took a minus 20 hit. And, you know, I think their logic is that they've kind of set themselves up well for the coming games, and, and that's entirely fair enough. I am scared of a hit that big, if I'm honest. But I'm currently looking at probably getting rid of Bruno um, and trying to get in some some Wolves coverage. Uh, what's frustrating is that I would like Son and Kane, um, but it's very, very difficult to to get them in. So uh, as it stands... I don't think, unless you're wildcarding, I don't think you can have Son and Kane. No. Unless you're like really building your team around that. I yeah, think yeah. you have to get one or the other. I've That's got it. Son... I think I probably would have preferred Kane at this point because Kane looks great now. And because mm. there's no options up front, it would be good to have Kane as just a sort of set and forget striker who you could just leave up there. Um, but so, yeah, one or two le- fine, le- I think. So let's, let's pick the brains of a top 0.1% manager or whatever you are. Are you a top 0.1? Um, Don't really count it anymore, Fitz. Just say <laughs> top, top 4K approaching top 3K. It's approaching top 3K. So... So in, in my position, I'm not happy to, but I'm prepared to free up funds by getting rid of Bruno. And my other options up front are, um, I've got Broya, who's got a double, so I'm not going to get rid of him, Mope and Veghorst. So I don't mind getting rid of Mope or Veghorst. Ideally, I wouldn't mind some Wolves coverage, which is why I'm potentially looking at a, a minus eight, which I don't really like the, the look of too much, but you know that that minus eight is one one clean sheet is is more or less there. So let's say we swap um, 
Mope and Veghorst are both six and a half million. So let's say we free up six and a half million and we get rid of Bruno. If I go for Kane, what midfield options would you go for? Or would well, you consider? Well, I think you're right to get Bruno out now because they've got City away, Tottenham home, Liverpool away in the next three. So their fixtures aren't as good and they're not performing anyway. Um, Mopai has got a double in game week 29. It is Liverpool and Tottenham at home, but it's still a double. So I'd, I'd take Veghorst out um, yeah, and take Fernandes out, bring Kane in. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of midfield options going forward, I'd like to look at James Ward-Prowse if Southampton play in game week 30 because they've got Villa and Newcastle this game week as a double. Then they've got Watford, Burnley, Leeds. So it's great fixtures coming up and he's only about six and a half million, I think. Yeah. Um, if they don't, if they beat West Ham, they won't play in 30. So that that may change how I feel about that. Uh, your Chelsea midfielders, probably Mason Mount because they're going to have a double. And then they've got Castle, Norwich and Brentford. So that's an option. Again, that gives you the problem of game week 30 though. Cause, so re- realistically, yes. if you're, if I'm looking to kind of get some doubles for 28 and 29, but also have coverage for game week 30, then it needs to be Wolves, um, Leeds, Villa um, or Brentford. Well, we don't know that because the midweek, it's a midweek true, true. round of FA Cup games. There's going to be rotation. There will be an upset in there. I think we're going to get at least one more fixture added to it. Well, we will if, well, if Southampton lose to West Ham, we get the Southampton game. Um, I think we could see Newcastle in there potentially because uh, who have Newcastle got this week? They've got, uh, what, in the FA Cup? No, they haven't got yeah. anyone in the FA Cup because they got knocked out by Cambridge. But Crystal Palace, I think. if Chris, They should have Crystal Palace in game week 30. Right, OK. So if Crystal Palace lose mm-hmm. Stoke, which is potent, there's potential for that to happen, then you'll have Newcastle, Crystal Palace, in which case you've got the likes of Zaha or Gallagher. Although Crystal Palace's fixes aren't very good, but you could have Joe Willock because Newcastle have got a double-double. They've got yeah, Brian yeah. Southampton. Then Chelsea Everton, then if Crystal Palace lose, they'd have Crystal Palace. So they have five games in three game weeks. So a Joe Willock or a Ryan Fraser, someone like that, is a yeah. good option, I think. Not a good shout. Not a bad shout at all, um, sorry. I'm trying not to look at it too much because until those games are played, it's it's hard to say who you want. Because again, Aston Villa are definitely playing. You could have Coutinho or Jacob Ramsey at 4.8 as a real budget option, who yeah. I would consider. And I just got Arsenal rid of him for Kulazewski. All right, fair enough. There's so many good midfielders now. I like the fact that there's so many options that you just can't have everyone at the moment. And Very true. It's gonna, the template is going to be shaken up well and truly, especially with all the wildcarders and people setting up for bench boosts and people setting up to, to free hit in game week 30 and others setting up to try and ride through game week 30. Um, yeah, everyone's going to look different. I, at the moment, my midfield <clears throat> is Salah, Son, Rafinha, Saka, and Jared Bowen. And I'm reluctant to get rid of any of those. And although I still want to sell Jared Bowen, if West Ham get knocked, continue in the FA Cup, um, I may sell Jared Bowen for James Wall Prowse just so I've got the coverage in game week 30. Mm. Very nice. Excellent. Well, um, as as is customary at this time, I think we've had a, a good look at um, the fixtures that, that were and a good look ahead at game week 28 it is time for the feature that everybody loves and nobody knows everybody's missed um, 
everybody's been missing it as well everyone i've i don't know about you but my twitter has been off the hook uh with with yes. people saying where is more than mo um don't forget <laughs> if you do want to follow us on twitter um shout out to you tom because you are pretty much the custodian of our twitter um at fbl face off and you have produced you have produced some really really great content and um yeah so do do give us a follow you'll have a laugh and not always at paul proctor's expense although occasionally <laughs> Um, but the feature is, of course, the one that you've all been waiting for. It's time for More Than Mo. More Than Mo. Mo. Always scores more than one goal. Some say he's starting to slow. He's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? So to run through, um, it's been a little while, if we're honest. I think Mo's kind of gone off the rails. We went for a little bit of more than more than Bo, and uh, so we'll we'll kind of reset where we where we are, and we're starting on game week twenty eight. The rules of the game are simple. Tom and I have to pick a player who will score more than Mo. Uh, that player, the lower the value of the player, the the higher the kudos for us uh, in our. Uh, our victory if we do get more than Mo and I am going to go first if I may because I have one ready and I uh, have put this person in my team they haven't done anything since that transfer um, but they're going to and that is the little Brazilian magician Philippe Coutinho who has quite a nice double and I am I'm, I'm betting on him to get more than Mo over the next couple of games what do you think um yeah i considered coutinho to come in as potential replacement for bowen if he if because that's the villa playing game week 30 i'm just not sure yet that he's the one who's going to be getting all the points that team because villa haven't looked very good lately no i think i'd rather go for jacob ramsey just because he's so much better value and he as we've seen he can just as easily come up with a brace but yes it's it is a potential option who to score well this game week and he could very easily get a goal or two in the next couple of games. Um, I'm going to go for someone who's valued a little bit less. There's been a controversial character in FPL Twitter this week. Kurt Zuma? Um, no, um, not Kurt. Um, as of Black Box tweeted, after the Southampton game, um, this striker blanked. It's Armando Broya. Ah. He, he blanked and as from Black Box tweeted, uh, whisper it quietly, but um, Armando Broyo is not a good FPL asset. And it, it did kick off a bit of a Twitter storm, um, which I'm quite enjoying because he's, he's now just set up for a free hit that where he can't put Armando Broyo in his team, I think. So <laughs> I, I think he is a good asset. I think he is, he's a great player. He's like class above the other strikers in that team. I know Shea Adams has been performing better. But yeah, he has, isn't he? Shea Adams is a bit of a dark horse, actually. He's been playing quite yeah, well. Yeah, I don't rate Shea Adams. Like, he's a good, like, workman-like striker, but Broya's got a like, big future ahead of him. And when I've watched him play, like, against Spurs, he was brilliant. And I watched him, I can't remember who played this. I think it was maybe Crystal Palace when he got a brace in that game. And he just looks fantastic. Like, I think I think he's going to he's gonna score well this game. week. He, my captaincy armband has been on him a couple of times as I've been looking at my team. But I'm a bit worried he may get rested in one of those games because you have still got Armstrong, I think, is still fit and available to play. And Nathan Redmond could be put up top with Shea Adams. But I'm going to go with Amanda Breyer at five and a half million to, to outscore Mo this week. 
very nice um i'm what we would i've just had an idea uh something we'll do uh in the off season is we'll have like a a podcast where we predict what will happen in the coming season uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna start the ball rolling with a, an out there prediction that uh Broa or Broja will go back to chelsea and uh romelu lukaku will find himself on loan at the south coast and uh, I, I, I look forward to it. <laughs> Kaku on loan at Southampton. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Or Portsmouth. <laughs> okay. Or Brighton. Oh, um, okay, okay. He just wants way. to go to the South Coast. He just wants to be on the South Coast. Absolutely, near the sea. yeah. yeah. I mean, sea, yeah, which will turn his fortunes around. Brighton is similar-ish um, to the Inter Milan strip. So obviously we know where he really wants to go, but... Um, but well, yeah, the that's... south, the south coast of England is where people go to die, and <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea is where strikers go to die. Of course, so I hope Brady doesn't end up going back there because he won't score any goals ever again. No, unfortunately, no, absolutely. Well, um, good. That is a um, that's a nice little way to kick off uh, the next week's more than mo, and we will of course update you. And don't forget, if you want to let us know who you think will get more than mo, then. Give us a shout out on Twitter at FPL Faceoff. Right then, time to talk Sky fantasy football. Now, um, as as ever, I haven't been particularly on the ball with it, but let's hear how you're getting on, my friend. <laughs> um, yeah, fine. I'm, I'm, I stay the same rank every week, I think. I'm on 52 points this game week at the moment. Um, unfortunately, I captained Bruno ahead of Kane this game week uh, in this oh. last round of games. Because I'm, I'm, because I'm outside the top one k. I keep on trying to come with differential picks to try and jump into it. Because Bruno has always been a great Sky asset, and he was at home to Watford. He could have very easily hauled there, but yeah, he he failed to deliver. And Kane got 13 points, which I was happy with as a Spurs fan. But I could have put the up Capsio man on him, and I may have climbed up into the top one k. I'm about, to, I'm ranked 1.2 k now. Um, oh, mate. I've got that. Yeah, and I bought I bought in Connor Roberts for Adam Webster because Burnley have got two fixtures before other teams play. So I was like, right, I'll bring in Connor Roberts for two games. He could get two clean sheets. Um he didn't. I'm just chasing, that's all I'm doing at the moment. I've only got 14 transfers left. I'm I'm aiming to get back get back into the top one K by the end of the season. But yeah, it's not going very well and it's not as exciting as FPL at the moment for me. No, well, um, we're not. We don't have YouTube viewers, so no one's going to have seen this apart from you. But um, I've got my head in my hands because I have. Um, I've not really looked, if I'm honest, until now, and I've opened it up. And a, I've not had a great week, but b, um, I've got Trent, Saka, and Salah all still in my team. Didn't make any transfers, therefore was you know was never going to do well. And yeah, suffice to say, I'm on 40 points um, with 1.4 in the bank, 13 transfers remaining and a rank of 4,247. So I'm not going to be troubling the Sky Fantasy Football Hall of Fame. That is... I mean, I've I've still got Trent and Salah in my team as well. I mean, you can't always take them out in Sky. You You've got limited transfers. And players like that, you're going to want long term. So you do sort of have to ride them out. I think. Having said that, I took out Adam Webster for Connor Roberts. So what do I know? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah that's uh that's annoying it's it's funny isn't it with sky we say it every week but you you really do have to have to have a really good grasp of all the fixtures and all of the um kind of permutations of that it's it's well, so it's, easy it's, to to drop rank i think it's fine like as long as the season is a bit more predictable obviously at the start of this year i thought that um covid wasn't going to play as big a part as it had done and so i went a bit more gung ho with the transfers and then it was chaos over Christmas and it was, I sort of lost track of it a bit then. And the other issue with Sky is because you don't have the price changes. It Once the, a template is established, it, it's very hard to break out of it. So Connor Gallagher, for example, is in everyone's team. He is in um, 65% of the top 1,000 teams. Actually, it's not as high as I thought it was, but he's, he's only valued at 7.3, which is very affordable in Sky. Yeah. And your players like Christian Norgard, he's very affordable in Sky. Max Kilman. Um, Max Kilman's in 75% of the top 1K teams. He's only 6-2 as a defender. So you find after that second overhaul, everyone's pretty much got the same team. So it's very hard to find the differential to push you forward, which you need to do when you're ranked where we are. Um, and you end up well, getting one, one week, getting <laughs> it wrong the next week. So, it, yeah, it once you're outside of it it is hard to get back into it um so for someone who's in my position at 4.2k and you know not not loving life we're about to jump into a new month so you have on the podcast before said about manager of the month can you explain a bit more about that Yes, so if you look at the leaderboard on the Sky, there is the season leaderboard, there's the weekly leaderboard, and there's also the monthly leaderboard. Um, if you win the monthly leaderboard, if you're top of the monthly leaderboard, you win a console, so that's an Xbox or a PlayStation, I presume. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if you've got a team that's dead or you, you think you've got no chance of getting in the top 1K, it's not like FPL, no of your past history in Sky. So you may as well try and make a run for a manager in a month at some point. And I actually attempted to do it on my second team this month and then forgot to make transfers one week and it's already <laughs> screwed it. But in March, I, I may well go for that again with my second team. Um, yeah, so it just makes keeps it a bit more exciting. If you've given up a bit on your fir- on your team and there's no chance of you getting into the top 1K, then or even if that matters to you, maybe... If you can't win the 50 grand, maybe you just want to have a bit of fun and in a, a games console. So, well, I'm I'm not going to lie. I think that that might be my tactic, certainly for my second team. Um, do you know? And there's no reason on earth why you would. Um, but Tuesday, <laughs> the first of March, will it's technically this game week still in Sky? But will that be yes. that will be part of the manager of the month, right? No, I wouldn't have thought so. I'd, I'd have thought that would, because it's this game week, I think, and that game's been added on, isn't it? Because that's the Burnley rearranged fixture. I'm not sure that will count, mm, but then okay. it is March. I don't know. I don't know. It's never come up before. <laughs> no, of course. Um, good. Okay. Well, that, you know, that adds a little bit of, um, adds a little bit of fun potentially. Um, that, that'll be my, my approach. My second team's got 15 transfers and, yeah, I can see. I can see myself having a a, a little game. Well, my second team's got fifteen transfers, so let's both go at it this month. Nice. We we'll have a we we'll have a head to head with our second teams to try and get a manager in a month. 
Yeah, that sounds good. And um, considering that my monthly total uh, for my second team, which is the one I'm going for, uh, is 382 and the winner currently is at 584. Um, you know, I, I, I fancy our chances. <laughs> Why not? Good. Leading us nicely onto the next section. It's the shout outs. It is. And I've got a shout out this week. There's someone Excellent. who deserves a shout out. Somebody who on this podcast in the past has been belittled. Um, he's been undermined and he has been abused, dare I say it. And I'm not talking about you, Fitz. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but he is a friend of the show. He's our biggest fan, and some would suggest perhaps our only fan. Um, so <laughs> our shout out this week is for the brilliant Paul Proctor at yes, Paul Proctor eighty five on um, Twitter. And while we've been away, it's been a bit like it feels like there's something been going on because while our, our episodes haven't been uploading, Paul Proctor has been absolutely flying up the rankings. He was r- r- rock bottom of our league. He was featured in the Slate Slate My Team section of our podcast back when that was a thing. And he started the season with um, Sadio Mane instead of Mo Salah and was very proud of that fact. And it was disastrous consequences. But he's been listening to our podcast and he has been improving. So well done to Paul Proctor for that. He um, wildcarded in game week 24 and got 66 points, 16 above the average. And then the following week, he free hit. He got 87 on a free hit when the average is 47 that week. So he's absolutely nice. flying after that week. And then in game week 26, he used a triple captain. He got 153 points again, absolutely smashed the average. And this week at the moment, he's on 56 points and he's not even on free hit. He's got more points than me on a free hit. He's got more points than you. And he's still got Veghorst and Roberts to play. So, yeah. Paul Proctor, he's risen up our leagues. He's not bottom anymore. He is in the top 100 now. Um, there's 118 teams in our league, so it doesn't really say much, but he has improved. <laughs> he is he, 95th. He has, and he's, it, it's, it's quite close down there. You know, if he has... Um, so the person above him, for example, is is all out. So if Burnley do 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 something, then he could... He could well find himself in the. He could certainly top... catch you, Fitz. He could certainly catch you. That's that's <laughs> yeah. something you could target. Um, no, I'm glad. I'm I'd glad like to point out he's got help. a long way to go, but I'm delighted that I think it's a lovely shout out, and I approve wholeheartedly. Yeah, and it's been nice that we've been able to help him because he was struggling in FPL, and through our uh, leadership, he's been able to make changes, and he it, it's helped him, and he is now a happier man for it. Absolutely. So welcome True. to Paul Proctor at Paul Proctor eighty five. Give him a follow. He's he's got two hundred ninety eight followers, which is actually even less than us. Which, um, <laughs> is disappointing for anyone. And he's, he's a lovely bloke and a very entertaining fellow. <laughs> yeah, we love you, Paul. We do. Um, wonderful stuff. Well, thank you uh, as always for listening to FPL Face Off. We will be back next week. Um, we. I, I, well, I know I speak for us both when when I say we wish you uh, all the best and green arrows, etc. Um, and yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, but you're forgetting something, Fitz. You oh, haven't done this for a while. It's, it's been so long. I'm forgetting. Oh my god! Right, I'm yeah, going to get it the ready. highlight of the podcast. Would you like to introduce it? Yes. Um, so every week, although not lately, of course, uh, every week we receive a poem from 
one an unexpected source. It's the manager mm. of Burnley FC, the, the team that we've all been trying to scramble to get into our FPL's teams at the moment. Uh, Sean Dice, he writes us a poem to sort of end the game week. How could Fitz, I forget? How could I forget? Fitz will read it now in the style of Sean. A Burnley double game week and you've all gone chuffing mad. When you need our striker to save your week, you know that times are bad. Bruno Blanks and Mares too. Sterling can only manage three. The non-free hitters take to Twitter to share with us their glee. Hindsight merchants everywhere can now see with 2020 vision. It's a shame they've not got VAR on when there's a City handball decision. Never mind, there's still time for my boys to turn your arrows green. Whisper it quietly, but Tarkovsky's about to get Max Bonus and a clean. Oh, very nice. <laughs> oh, Sean, it's always a pleasure. Um, very nicely done. And uh, I I chastise myself for almost forgetting the Sean Dice poem. What a fool I've been. Um, <laughs> brilliant. Well, thank you to Sean for um, for sending you that. And thank you for sending it to me. No worries. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> and uh yeah all that remains is for us to say good luck for the week ahead we will see you very soon and uh laters laters